On this edition of Jerusalem Dateline, the Knesset passes Benjamin Netanyahu's judicial reform bill, imposing limits on the Supreme Court's power. We'll hear different views on what it could mean for the country. Plus, bringing hope to civilians pummeled by Myanmar's civil war. And Martin Luther King's dream fulfilled as African-American Christians march in Jerusalem in support of Israel. All this and more coming up on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Hello and welcome to this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. I'm Chris Mitchell. This week saw the passage in the Knesset of Benjamin Netanyahu's judicial reform bill. I spoke with one of the architects of that legislation, Simka Rothman, about what it involves and what it means for Israel. Simka Rothman, uh, great to be with you on CBN News. Uh, the law has passed. Uh, what's next? If you ask me what's next, I'm not a prophet. But if you ask me what I want the next uh, step to be, I would say I hope that uh, members from the opposition that openly supported um, this kind of reform in the past and other people that care about the state of Israel, care about its economy, care about its security, will come back to their senses, sit and talk like normal people, like it usually happens in this building, and find a wide agreement, and it's very easy to reach it if there is good faith and goodwill. From our side, there is goodwill and good faith. I hope people from the opposition will talk. And then the next step is up to the negotiation. Mm -hmm. if, if we reach agreements on certain issues and certain issues need more time, we'll go with what we agreed on. Everyone in Israel understands the problem today. No one in Israel says there is not a problem with the justice system. But the, the way to change it and the fact that I also prefer and, and think it's very important that it will be with wide agreements, but you cannot agree with yourself. You need someone else to agree with. And if the other side just runs away from any agreement, then you, you cannot give them the veto. But uh, besides giving them veto on legislation, we're willing to talk about everything. Who are the members of the opposition that actually proposed very similar or the exact legislation that you... Uh, you had proposed and just passed. So first, Kidon saw it was in his website, word by word, the legislation, almost word by word, the idea that the reasonableness clause, which I know that uh, sometimes lost in translation, no one wants the government to act unreasonably. That's not the question. The question is, who is the judge of what's reasonable and what's not? And Israel is the only country that I know of that the decision of who will be in the government who the minister will be, what kind of policy you will adopt. The court can say it's unreasonable without showing any problem with the law or the process, just doesn't like the outcome, and says, I will decide instead of you. This is the, what the court in Israel did in the 80s. Until the 80s, he didn't, the court did not do it. And that needs to be changed. And the idea is, if you want to do it on a low-level uh, um, official, by all means. But if you want to do it on elected officials, on the government, on the minister, on the prime minister, you're not actually fighting with the government. It's not a, only a problem of separation of powers. It's a question of democracy. And when the court says it's unreasonable, it basically says, I decide and not the public. And that's not democratic. No other country will take it. You mentioned Gideon Saar. Any other leaders of the opposition? So Gideon Saar is actually wrote it, speaking about it um, openly. There are a um, no, number of uh, speeches, public speeches, when Yair Lapid said exactly that. He said that the court, using this reasonableness test, actually um, 
and I'm using this uh, as a quote, did a hostile takeover on the government of Israel. That's a speech Yair Lapid gave in 2014, in 2016. This problem, and I'm not even talking about law professors and leaders and leaders of the judges and Supreme Court justices and chief justices that criticized the use of this uh, uh, reasonableness test by the court for many, many years. I'm talking political players that are actually on the field today that were criticizing it um, in a very harsh terms. And now, because we offered it and they're not part of the coalition, they're bad-mouthing the same thing that they voted on and spoke about it before. And why would they do that? Because they don't, they, the demonstrations are not really about the reform in the justice system. And the outrage that the, coalition, that the opposition members are uh, uh, fostering, um, it's not about the justice system. It's about the fact that they lost the elections. And they say, we do not accept this fact. And we are, they went out and planned those protests way before we started doing anything. Because they did not, way before the government was formed, this uh, uh, protest um, a machine came into being with budgets and, and, and ideas and, and, and stra strategies just because they did not accept the fact that Netanyahu is the prime minister. How have you seen the media cover this issue? I think the media in Israel, and, and of course it affects the media outside of Israel, is heavily biased. Um, for example, the fact that we spoke about before, um, that this bill, how many people ask around the world, how many people know that what we passed here in the Knesset this, that, leave aside if it's smart, if it's a good idea, opinion. Fact, it was offered by a member of the opposition and the former justice minister, Gideon Saar, meaning you cannot say it's extreme or strange or something that acts unilaterally. It was offered in the platform. It was offered by a justice in the Supreme Court in articles, in rulings. It's, it's, uh, it's putting substance to criticism for 40, that has been in, in, in the Israeli discourse for 40 years. It's not a new idea. Everything I'm saying is, is fact. It's not an opinion. You can think it's a good idea, you can think it's a bad idea. But the facts, um, it was in the coalition agreement, in, two, in, in the draft coalition agreement in 2019. It's not a new subject that appeared. It was offered on the Knesset, in the Knesset, by, by number of Knesset members, again, including members of the opposition, since 2015. If you read the news in Israel or around the world, you would get the impression that this crazy government got into power and decided, out of think loss, to, to bring something new that no one ever heard of to solve non-existent problems and enforce their own views on the world. That's a lie. It's not about an opinion. That's a lie. That's not a fact. And the fact that no one knows this is because a tremendous amount of money was invested in telling those lies. Up next, we'll hear why some object to Prime Minister Netanyahu's judicial reform bill and the importance of praying for Israel. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has chosen us from all of the nations and given us his Torah. 
from CBN Films. The Bible is a book that has transformed the world. If you believe in the providence of God, you believe that God guided those who collected the oral and written traditions. If you can't rely on its history, how can you rely on its theology? What is it? I don't know. I thought you could tell me whether or not they're genuine. It has been criticized, it has been banned, it has been burned, its followers have been burned and killed. It mattered to them to get it right. From the makers of In Our Hands, Oracles of God, the story of the Old Testament. Available on instant 4K streaming access and DVD today for a gift of any dollar amount. He walked with the living God and showed us the keys to the kingdom. The kingdom of God is at hand. Pat Robertson, evangelist, humanitarian, statesman, educator, author, and visionary. Watch Pat's story and be encouraged by his many teachings. Go to cbn.com slash pat to learn more about what the Lord accomplished through this remarkable servant. A new wave of anti-Semitism is sweeping the globe, and the Jewish state faces hostility at every turn. Now is the time for Christians to support Israel. In CBN's free booklet, Why Christians Stand with Israel, you'll discover why Christians support the Jewish state and why we must stand together with the Jewish people. Get your free copy today. Call now or go to cbn.com slash stand with Israel. Just as judicial reform was debated in the Knesset, it's still being vigorously discussed by Israelis across the country. I spoke with Ron Cantor from Shalanu TV about his views. Take a look. Okay, Ron Cantor, uh, president of uh, Shilano TV, thanks for joining us. Uh, tell us about the law that was passed this past Sunday. Okay, so it's called the reasonable law or the extreme reasonableness law. And uh, this is all part of a package that is being pushed through by the Netanyahu uh, coalition. And what this did is it took away the Supreme Court's ability to look at an appointment and say, this isn't right. In America, we have, uh, if the president appoints somebody that's not elected, they have to go through confirmation hearings. And if in the confirmation hearings they find out, oh, you, you've been in jail and you just got convicted of tax evasion, you're probably not the right guy for the job. We don't have that in Israel. In Israel, once you're appointed, the president approves it, and you're in. Yeah. What, what about the people that say that uh, it's an arbitrary standard, not a legal standard, uh, and it, what is reasonable to the judges might not be reasonable uh, in other cases. Right. Well, then you then you have to have another mechanism. There is no other mechanism. Again, we don't have hearings. One question that uh, we, we talked about, wasn't this uh, a democratically elected government to have judicial reform on the uh, on their uh, agenda? That's a great question. So let me be clear. Israel is a democracy. But was this coalition democratically elected? Absolutely not. There's no such thing in Israel as a democratically elected coalition. We have many parties that run for the Knesset, and in this 
last Knesset, the Likud party, Netanyahu's party, won just over 25%. They were the largest party. But then what they have to do is now go around to other parties and get 51% of, of those seats in order to have a coalition. If they can't, then they go to new elections. Some people would say the former government with Lapid and, uh, and Bennett was democratically elected as well. And they had, you know, people from the far left to the far right, including an Islamist party. Would that have been a democratically elected uh, coalition as well? No, there, again, there's no such thing in Israel. All you can do is vote for parties. After the vote, it's up to them to form a coalition. Earlier today, Ron, we were talking to Simco Rothman, and he was saying that many of the uh, members of the, co the opposition right now, like uh, Guidon Saar, uh, even Yair Lapid, had proposed the very same language and law that they just passed, uh, the reasonable laws. In fact, Guidon Saar apparently had the same thing uh, word for word. Uh, and yet they're calling uh, this maybe anti-democratic or the establishment yeah. of a dictatorship. Uh, how would you respond to the fact that maybe they were proposing the same thing uh, several years ago? Right. So first of all, I, I don't believe it was word for word. I'd like to see that in writing. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you that most Israelis want reform. Just imagine judicial reform. Nobody thinks that the situation is perfect. It would be, it'd be like me running for the mayor of Tel Aviv. And on my platform, I said, you know what, they're, they're, these skyscrapers are going up too fast. So I want to pass legislation that limits the amount of skyscrapers. Then I get elected, and then I start tearing down skyscrapers one after another. People might come to me and say, whoa, whoa, wait. We were for your reforms, but we didn't think that you were going to go this far and start tearing down skyscrapers. Everyone in the Israeli political scene is for some reform in the Supreme Court. We want balance. What we don't want is the complete decline of the Supreme Court, because in Israel, you have the legislature and the executive as one unit. Do you understand? It's not like America, where you have the White House in the capital. You have the legislature that then forms a coalition under the prime minister. They're all one unit. So if you take away the power of the Supreme Court to have any say at all, and by the way, that's what they want to do. The end goal is to pass a law that would say that the Supreme Court cannot overrule any law. And if the Supreme Court does overrule any law, then the Knesset can come back with a 51% majority in overrule the Supreme Court. That means that a coalition, whether it's right or left or in the middle, could do whatever it wants to do with zero checks or balances. And that is why people are so upset. Final question, Ron. You know, Israel's probably more divided uh, right now than it has been in quite a long time. Uh, right. How can people pray for Israel, especially now surrounded by enemies that see and sense the internal weakness going on inside the Jewish state? Prophetically, I want to encourage people to pray because we just had three weeks in May of prayer and fasting. From what I understand, Five million people were praying and fasting for Israel. This is warfare, Chris. This didn't just come out of anywhere. The enemy hates Israel. He's trying to destroy Israel. But God has made prophetic promises regarding Israel, regarding revival in the end times. Amen. We certainly need to be praying uh, for this time, Ron. Thanks for joining us. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Coming up, bringing hope and help to battered civilians caught in the middle of Myanmar's escalating civil war.
2023 marks Israel's 75th anniversary. Wanting only a homeland of their own, the Jewish nation has survived war. I was so scared. Terrorism. And so my husband covered in blood. And waves of anti-Semitism. It's a message of killing Jews. You can stand with the nation of Israel and support their basic right to exist through CBN Israel. Your donation makes it possible to give humanitarian aid to Israelis in crisis while simultaneously reaching millions worldwide with breaking news and award-winning films that tell the true story of the Jewish people. Will you stand with Israel during their 75th anniversary? Call 1-800-265-0996. Go to cbn.com slash support Israel or text CBN Israel to The CBN News app, 24-7 news from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today. The Free Burma Rangers have been helping Christians in Myanmar for more than 20 years. Since a coup in 2021, the ruling military junta is attacking its own people, putting hospitals and churches in the line of fire. CBN's Chuck Holton reports. This long-standing conflict in Myanmar, also known as Burma, has escalated dramatically in recent years. The country, ruled by a military dictatorship, has brutally cracked down on dissent. It's the longest running war in the world, 73 years. However, in the last two years, it's ramped up. That's because the dictators have clamped down even more. For years, the conflict stayed mainly between the government and ethnic hill tribes. It's now expanded to include many everyday Burmese as well. Housewives, engineers, doctors, elderly, young, old students said no. We're not taking it and went to the streets. The Burma military's reaction was to gun them down. And people were in shock. They're killed by their own government. So then they started getting literally muskets, crossbows, rocks, and started fighting back. Well, then the ethnic forces have always been fighting. And they ran to the ethnics to, to get arms, which they got a few, and started fighting and formed what's called people defense forces. Those bearing the brunt of the attacks, however, are civilian targets, not rebel militias. We had over 200 airstrikes in two months. Every other airstrike hit a hospital, a church, or a displaced person hiding place. That's very intentional. The last two years alone, 3 million displaced. We have over 6,000 civilians killed by the junta in the last two years alone. 
Here in Kareni State near Pecan, the Burma Army bombed this medical clinic and medical unit that had an ambulance, and there are several other rules like it. It's not just in Ukraine that Russia is linked with civilian casualties. Kremlin support is also fueling the deadly attacks here in Burma. We don't know if there's Russian pilots in the planes, but we do know there are Russian planes, Russian trainers, Russian MLRS systems, Russian attack helicopters coming at us. And the main target is civilians. Despite the violent onslaught, Eubank and his team bring the light of hope in the midst of chaos. I must have peace, Jesus, that no matter what happens, you're going to make it okay. I ask for you to protect us, but if you don't, it's okay. We're in your hands. We're doing this out of love. For CBN News, I'm Chuck Holton. Still ahead, Martin Luther King's dream fulfilled in a Jerusalem march showing support for the Jewish people. Thank you for watching Jerusalem Dayline. We're committed to providing you with unbiased reporting from the Holy Land. Through weekly broadcasts, podcasts, and online media, our vision is to reach millions around the globe with the true story of what's happening in Israel and the Middle East, all from a biblical and prophetic perspective. This is a big vision and is only made possible by the generous support of people like you. Call us toll free at 1-800-700-7000 or go to cbn.com slash Jerusalem Dateline and make a donation that will help spread the light of truth about Israel throughout the world. Experience God's power in Superbook Summer of Faith. Three stories of God's miraculous protection for those who hear His voice and believe what He says. You'll receive this special bonus pack with Superbook Academy Express, Zacchaeus. Of all the people in Jericho to be with, Jesus chose... A sinner. Join the CBN Animation Club and get Academy Express, Zacchaeus, plus two copies to share with others, all for your gift of only $25. And as part of our Summer of Faith bonus, receive three Superbook episodes demonstrating God's awesome power. This special program, hosted by Gizmo, features a sing-along music video, a Bible background lesson, a gospel presentation, and even a family resource guide filled with scriptures, coloring pages, and other fun-filled activities. Join the CBN Animation Club, and for a limited time, receive the Summer of Faith bonus as our way of saying thanks. Here we're committed to a heritage of rigorous scholarship dating back over a thousand years and to a faith tradition dating back a thousand more. This is how we create a culture of inquiry where no topic is off limits. And a culture of hope. Anything's possible! It's Christian leadership. And it's changing the world for the better. It's higher learning. It's greater knowing. It's what makes us whole. It's what makes us regent. If you're tired and exhausted all day, you can't think clearly, and you really just need a cup or even a pot of coffee to get through your day, then join me, Dr. Josh Axe, for this new series where I'm going to teach you how to transform your diet and use essential oils and supplements to get a better night's sleep. Wake up to your best life. 
Call 1-800-700-7000 to get your free DVD or booklet of Protect Your Sleep today. This week, several hundred African Americans came to Jerusalem to march down Martin Luther King Street, the city's tribute to the American civil rights leader. The participants wanted to both honor King's love of Israel and show they're carrying it forward. King and his wife visited Israel in 1959, and he had hoped to return in 1968 with thousands of his people. His plan was to bring about 3,000 African Americans, and he had 600 that signed up right away. And uh, unfortunately, he was killed before he could come. Now, 55 years later, that same number joined it here to march and to help fulfill his dream. Lift every voice and sing. It's really kind of a prophetic sign for us, you know, just to see that exact number being fulfilled now in 2023. So it's amazing. We're standing here literally at Martin Luther King Street in Jerusalem. Most folks have no idea, not only that there's a Martin Luther King Street, but that he was so pro-Israel. In what would be his final speech, King also referred to his Israel's border visit, connecting America's civil rights struggle to the Israelites entering the promised land. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over and I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. A Jerusalem deputy mayor pointed out the event's amazing timing and that this same week Jews studied in the Torah about Moses leading his people to the promised land but did not get to join them. Moses took the Jewish people, the Israelites, to the border of Israel but did not get to go in with them himself. And that connects to Dr. Martin Luther King. And he went on to say that he may not get there with us, but we as a people will get to the promised land. And here we are, having just walked down Martin Luther King Street in Jerusalem. It's not a coincidence that you're here, that you, all of you are here on this ground. Everyone that I've talked to that came in my group of hundreds of people have told me that they felt summoned here. It was almost like something was pulling them to come at this specific time. And we all know who that someone was. I believe that that was the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, literally summoning his people. What an amazing day this is. For truly, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing in it. I love the fact that these incredible spiritual leaders from the black community in the United States and around the world are here in solidarity, in love, in showing us their support on Martin Luther King Jr. Street. Let us march on till Black America loves you. Yes. Black America is standing with you. Yes. We are praying for the peace of Jerusalem yes. by the tens of millions. Yes. And so uh, we're, we're thrilled to be able to carry this message to Israelis. I am so grateful that Dr. Coretta Scott King knew the heart that her husband had for Israel, and she continued that work. And just to have the women here uh, in the land 
It's so amazing because now we can teach our children, we can share with our children the importance of, or the significance of blessing Israel. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Well, that's all for this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can also access CBN content through our CBN News and other CBN apps. And don't forget to sign up for our email blast so you can continue to receive all of our exciting CBN content. I'm Chris Mitchell. We'll see you next time on Jerusalem Dateline.